Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of You Don't Even Know. I'm Jordan Brainerd. I'm Justin and Brainerd. I'm Josiah Brainerd. And here we go. <laughs> Today we got some sweet topics for you. We're going to recap on some of those conspiracy songs that we were talking about. You guys remember what we talked about last week? No. It's, uh, what did we talk about last week, Jordan? Well, we went over lyrics for Katy Perry's song. And then we found out that it probably has some conspiracy behind it. Okay. Did you guys look this up? Did you guys? Yeah, I did some I did some searching on the Googles and found out that Katy Perry is almost absolutely i mean really not even the almost part she is part of if not the illuminati <laughs> if not the is i'm pretty uh, sure she illuminati is plural the, that's the illuminatus yeah it's like octopus octopi it's, <coughs> wouldn't it be that was that wasn't a laugh cuz that wasn't a funny joke that was a <laughs> cough cuz i'm sick yeah that's why I left. Because you, you really don't know at this point. It'll just, they sound the same. So yeah, Katy Perry is the Illuminati, in my opinion, just based on one Google search that I quickly did uh, right before the show. Um, <laughs> right before the show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there was, there was a lot of other stuff. There was a couple of her songs that, uh, you know, if you play them backwards, it's, you know, secret messages to Satan and, you know, all of that nonsense that silly people believe. Um, but most of the stuff I was seeing is that she she's the Illuminati's. Who's not the Illuminati? That's what I want to know. I think Beyonce isn't. Really? You think or she's no, like... The, no, uh, wait, she is. I lied. No, Katy Perry is a Freemason... Beyonce is the Illuminati. That's what I hear. She yeah, she did the triangle. At the Super Bowl. Yeah. Wait, is the triangle Freemason or Illuminati? That's Illuminati. I think... I thought No, because I it think has the all-seeing eye, the eye the on the top of the pyramid on the back of the dollar bill was Freemasonry. I thought that, I thought was, that was the Illuminati. I thought the triangle was Illuminati. Hang on. I'm glad Wait. we're so educated on this. Yeah, we need like a... I don't even like want a to search say, engine to. Yeah, I don't want to say a conspiracy expert quick. because I think that's an oxymoron. Can you be an expert on conspiracies? Uh, I don't. Under, uh, yes. What does it take to be an expert in conspiracies? Don't finish high school. <laughs> <laughs> Question everything. Yeah. <laughs> be J.P. Spears. <laughs> Because he's the best. Justin, what do you got on the Googles? I'm I'm also uh, doing that. Beyonce is the Illuminati, so it's quite possible that uh, if if I were to figure who's the queen between Katy Perry and Beyonce, I would say that Beyonce is probably the queen of the Illuminati. She's the queen bee. Which um, I'm really. Not sure if they're a member of if you have two people that are telling us how 
our society is awful, but they're part of the Illuminati that secretly runs our society. It's like protesting against yourself because you're the secret hand of like, what are you, what are you trying to change if you're the ones that created society like this? I'm so confused. See, I just did a quick Google search because I have no idea what the Illuminati even is. I mean, I know it's like a buzzword people throw around nowadays, but I just did a search to find out who their leader is. And the first result is explaining to me how Obama is their leader. And the second result is explaining to me how Donald Trump is their leader. No, get out of here. I don't even know what to believe anymore. (laughs) So both Obama and Donald Trump are are secretly. So really, there's not even two parties. Basically, if you watch Katy Perry's music video... Uh, let, let, let's just pick any of them. Uh, let's say Roar. Right? Well, that was that was that would be a low point for Katy Perry. Would be Roar. Uh, I'm pretty sure that in the background of that music video somewhere there's going to be a 70 foot Baphomet statue. What is a Baphomet statue? A Baphomet is a statue of like a a goat. Well, I, I, mean, I guess it's more her, of the fallen angel Lucifer. In her Chain to the Rhythm video, that's really the Illuminati video, if you really want a good example of... Oh, that's me, right. The one with all the, the pyramidology and stuff and the Eye of Ra. Yeah. Is that the one where she's in Egypt? No, no, no. Which one's that? Here. Yeah, that's what the one where she's invaded. In, in I just Egypt. found a YouTube video, and obviously this is correct because it's on YouTube. It says, Katy Perry, <laughs> Chain to the Rhythm, Illuminati Exposed. So that means it's I true. Mean, you can't really beat this. Let me drop this little link, and maybe we can skim through it together. Probably not, though, because it's like a 20-minute long video. So it's... What are you watching? That was so loud. <laughs> I don't know. That video is probably garbage. Um... Just oh gosh, I'm like I'm like dying over here, guys. The sickness you is have, coming down on me hard. Do you have the sniffles? I got the coughs and the sniffles, and well, I really only have half of the sniffles because just one nostril, just the one. The just other one is completely clogged up and like full of pressure in my sinuses on the left side of my face. Oh, and then. Um, the right side is just running like nobody's business. Justin, so how I, do you cure oh, one side of your face uh, being I know this. filled up with I have a top mucus. tip. Okay, so please help me. If you can't breathe out of one side, yeah. then put, when you lay a down, vacuum. a vacuum, <laughs> put the side that can breathe on the bottom, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and that will let the side that can't breathe to drain in the, the other half of your head and it and will both like both sides are clogged. No, no, no. It'll equalize because it like, you know, they, they seek equilibrium amongst the <laughs> item set, but just, I, just try it to try it where you lean, you lay on the one side that can clogged. Breathe. No, don't lay on the side that's clogged because it'll just pool in your head. No, no, no. Then it, it is like reverse osmosis in your head. That's not what happens. And then it dissolves it all, right? Okay, <laughs> so what Just I'm hearing is... Try them both. Hang up on this podcast right now. Yeah. And go lay down and go to sleep. No, just 
Take your mic. Okay. Yeah, just just do Extend that, Josiah, because Jordan has like nothing planned. So and and then go to bed with the cable in there, but keep your headphones on so we can still keep talking, keep the show going, but yeah. lay down. I mean, so, that's really the dream is to be able to record the the podcast laying down. Yeah, because I mean, why sit when you can lay down, and why <laughs> why stand when you can sit? <laughs> why run when you can walk? Right. No. <laughs> yeah, why pee when you could poop? <laughs> what? Well, you know, why stand when you while you pee when you could sit while you pee? That's true. In Germany, they I mean, have these little things that if you raise the toilet seat, it like tells on you. It it's like this little robot guy that goes like, "Wouldn't it be better to sit down when you pee?" I can't and believe it, the German toilets are the ones that are trying to checkify everyone. Yeah, it, but it's supposed to be like to embarrass you because it's loud enough for everybody in the bathroom to hear. They put technology in there that's loud enough for everybody to hear in Germany. Yeah. Which means, and he's saying it in German. So he's saying it nicely in German, which means he says, Flinkelschlafen! That means <laughs> close the toilet lid. Yeah. You're going to pee everywhere. Yeah, Sit that's down. the polite enunciation of please sit down so I can receive your waste. Yeah. Yeah. But really, why would you want to stand when you pee? If you could sit, you could like play on your phone, play on your phone for a couple minutes. I've actually become ambidextrous exclusively for that purpose. So you, I don't want to go into that one. Okay. (laughs) I almost did, but I figured Jordan would just cut it out. So (laughs) why bother? Why waste the breath? So, you're saying if we don't want to become Illuminati, we just have to graduate high school? Yep. And but but college is hard. Okay, what does so that have to do with graduating high school. But after high school you're supposed to go into college, right? I don't believe that. Here's but most people think that. Well, I guess that's why we're here now, isn't it? That's true. So how many of us have graduated college with a four-year degree? How many of us how have many? gone to college? How many of us care? Oh, nobody. <laughs> oh. Nobody. So, Justin, since you, since you graduated college with a degree. Wh- which one of Look at is? my degree. Look at my degree. Yes, look at my degree. How, how did you study for college tests? What was the best way? Give our audience your advice on how you got a degree. Look at so, my degree. I got a degree, and here's what you yes, do. Yes, my degree is for everybody out there who studies a lot, don't study at all. Just study a little bit right before Mm. the test. But even that, just give a really half-hearted effort. Play a lot of video games. And the, the trick is to attend class all the time and stay awake. Like just really have a perfect attendance record. That's yeah, that's really I, because my notes are pretty much all cubes. The Stussy symbol. Wait, and, what? What, uh, what? 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 The the Stussy symbol. What's that? The the you Stussy know that symbol. Fancy looking S where that, you draw like three six lines. lines and then you draw like three, three lines, lines and then you draw three lines underneath. And then, and then you, you draw, put a line in the middle and you like connect them all and make an S. Yeah. No, I didn't know what that was. Uh, okay. Well, we'll. Well, put Jordan a, has never gone to junior high ever. Yeah. So. <laughs> 
So there's Stussy symbol. There's a Stussy symbol. Good. I probably just forgot that up. from school. And you make an S by doing three vertical lines and then three vertical lines underneath. And then you make a triangle on the top and bottom out of the outside two vertical lines. Wow. And Jordan, Jordan never went to school. So, and that, but that's all of my notes throughout all of college. Like if you went through my binders for, to check and see how I learned and, and maybe kind of sort of passed some of my classes, it's nothing but doodles and like the occasional word here and there. Because if I look down to write a note, he's already gone on to the next two things and I've, I've missed it. So it's, I, I have a depleting amount of information as opposed to just listing and absorbing it. Well, Justin, you have the ability to listen to something and just remember it forever. Everybody has that ability. Yeah. Yeah, we all have brains, don't we? Yeah, yeah. we all have. Uh, well, my no, brain isn't sorry, special sorry. than anybody listen else's. Listen and recall whatever they're saying or doing. I don't think my wife would agree with you that I can remember things at <laughs> immediately. Not immediately. Yeah. Only I guarantee that my wife would disagree with that too. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm probably the most forgetful. Yeah. Hey, Josiah, can you take out the trash? What? We have trash. Yeah. Who I'm are you? Take it out. Like, who are, who are you? What are you doing in my house? <laughs> <laughs> What's this baby here? Why are my pants? <laughs> Why is box happening? Why is box? That is an old reference. <laughs> it's wow. really good though. Do you remember what that's from? Yeah. Uh, uh I don't know. It was on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was. I couldn't remember. So, but uh, basically, studying is what they do. Do you know how they calculate how many credits a class gets? By the the person who did the least. I don't know. Jordan they, doesn't even know what a class credit is. They I didn't go to college because it wasn't necessary because I started my career at 16. So they, they estimate that depending on how many credits your class is, that it's like you study an hour for every hour you're in class or like two hours. There's, there's like an algorithm they use to calculate that you're actually – they're assuming that you study so that that's how they calculate a full load. Because they're assuming that this class that's worth four units has four hours of class and 16 hours of study or... Okay. All right. So if you really did all that, you'd be studying for 100 hours a day and... There's not enough hours in a day. Yeah. (laughs) So... And it's all diminishing returns anyway because at a certain point, either you know it or you don't. And... There, there are classes where the teacher's gone out of their way to prevent, present it in an approachable way. So really, every class I failed, I blamed my teacher, and I uh, took a W and tried again. Like, for instance, my um, math class that I took one semester got a W, and then I tried to take it again. In Mighty Ducks, that's a win. Yeah, took a W. Which meant win or mm-hmm. pass. Or pass. Or, or withdraw, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I withdrew from the class. It, it, do you know what withdraw is, Jordan? Yes. What does it do? What's it's the difference like when you take a bunch of money out of your it's bank. Win. What's the difference between, yeah, I, I took a bunch of money out. Okay, withdraw is you have a certain amount of time when the class starts yeah. after that point to withdraw so you don't ding your GPA. Okay. 
But technically, if you leave a W and you don't replace with anything, it's pretty much an F. Yeah. So the se- the second time I took high school level math in college, I got I kind of was too embarrassed to take a W. So the other thing that happens when you don't take a withdrawal happens. What's that? <laughs> I just got an awful grade and I had to retake the class. Oh. So the third time I took a high school level algebra class in college, I got a B. Nice. So the trick to studying when you have a really hard class is just to just to take the class multiple times and eventually you'll get it. Until it gets stuck. Yeah. yeah. I, I think just taking a class three times, three semesters <clears throat> in a row. Perfect. Three different I mean, teachers, by the way. Oh. That's exactly what I did with my English classes because I'm bad at, at the writing. Uh, I had to take, I think it was my final English class, so whatever that was, like the first college-level English you could take or whatever. I, I took that, I think I my third time I finally passed it, which was, I think it was like the last time you could take it or whatever. Oh, jeez. Um, yeah, and I, I tried a different teacher each time and it was that last guy that just finally connected with me and did a good job teaching. Thank you, Mr. Nazar. Because <laughs> I remember everyone's names. I had Mr. Edwards for my teacher that I got to be with. Well, yeah, that was he your math was guy. Also, yeah, he was also my math teacher, Mr. Edwards. Mr. He, Edwards is a he, good teacher. <laughs> he was the best math teacher ever, and I'll tell you why. He was a grumpy old man. Yeah. And he, he had a mustache. Did not, he did not like anyone. He was not anyone's friend. No, he wasn't your buddy. He he, he strolled into class with his grumpy face and just taught you math and did a great job teaching you math. But but that's not even the best part. The best part is there was no mandatory homework. He would assign homework. But he didn't even want to see it. He's just like, if you need more practice on this thing that's going to yep. be on the test, that's go home good. and do more practice. Yeah. I, he, I love that version of homework. That sounds how like all homework. That's what it should be. That's how all homework should be. And if you bomb skis the test, now it's your fault. It's yeah. like, hey, you, you could have practiced, yeah. but you didn't. So yeah. really, I mean, and now, now it's teaching you responsibility. He's teaching you life Skills. Yeah, because if you're skills. if yeah. you're those people that could just sit in the class and just retain everything. Yep, you're and good. Just, just go, oh yeah, I got it all. You shouldn't have to do the homework. Because in the workplace, there's going to be the people that do super good without trying. Yeah. And, and there's going to be the people that struggle every day to do an okay job. And then go home and like, oh shoot, I need to research all of this. Because yeah. I don't know. Because I lied to my employer and I said I knew what I was doing. And I didn't, but now I need to know. So time for Google. Yeah. And then you figure it out and you're fine. Yeah. So really he was just teaching you that it's like, look, there's resources available to you. If you don't need them, why do the extra work? Because nobody in the workplace ever, ever, ever does more work than they have to, to get a job done. Like if somebody tells you, Hey Jordan, do this job. Once that job is done, and you've done well. Yeah. Like, if you know how to do it, you're not going to be like, well, let me go on YouTube and look up other people's suggestions. If you already know how to do it, I mean, like, yeah. if you already got it, then <coughs> you just do that thing. Yeah. I mean, you might look up, like, hey, I need more top tips on that thing. But you're not going to, like, be in a panic, like, oh, shoot, I'm not going to be able to do it at all. Like, you already know. Like, don't even bother. You're just going to go and do it, do a good job, and then... 
make the money and leave. I think pretty much all, yeah, all homework should be optional. It should be optional. It, because if you if you get it, then you're done. And if you don't get it, then doing 50 problems of the same thing that you really don't understand isn't isn't going to help. Or it might help. Because really, the test at the, you know, at the end of that section or whatever, that's what the teacher needs to see to prove that you know the material to yeah. move on to the next section and pass the class. That determines like, why do, if you knowing it is true or false. Yeah, it's like, hey, do I know this material? Oh, yeah, this person knows. Like, if you sent, you know, a, a army sniper back to basic training, it's like, well, do you make him go through all... Because he could already do everything. He's a Green Beret. Yeah. So that's that would be the perfect college, I think, where it's just homework optional, and if you screw up the test, it's on you, and... If you fail, you fail, but you tried. Yeah. And if you got it, then, oh, shoot. Okay, yeah. you got it. Like, yeah. You don't need to do the homework, and I don't need... To, the teacher doesn't uh, no, need to waste his time. I don't think this could be like a state school, because, and here's why, if you go to a state school then you're wasting other people's money that are supplementing the cost per unit of you going to school. So when you see like the 25-year-old in junior college that's still just kind of like, you know, languishing his way through doing an awful job at all of his classes <laughs> and, you know, talking to freshmen all the time. Talking to freshmen. Yeah. Then Makes it his hobby. Yeah, just get out. And because other people, like taxpayers, are paying part of your tuition. So if this was a private school, that would be an amazing, like Harvard and Yale should never have, because if you're, if you're going to Harvard and the, all the homework is optional, you better do the homework because you're, you got into Harvard and yeah. Yale. So you better care. Yeah. I mean, if you don't care about what you're doing in college why are you at college yeah and then if you or if you know it why are you doing the homework you yeah. already know how to do this yeah well it's repetition it helps you remember well then do it do it if you feel like you should do it then do it yeah but if you don't feel like you need to do it then people learn at different speeds that's what it is homework assumes that we're all the same when we're not we're a bunch of robots to them yeah we're all the same we all have the same learning capabilities people are not monolithic yeah there's actually a genetic component to learning as well. So some people might just be born with a better ability to learn. That's true. Yeah. And that's how I study is I just I just don't do it and I hope for the best. And, you know, I, I graduated eventually. So like Justin has the learning capability to be able to watch a movie whenever he wants, like any time in his life. And he will remember the entire thing. That's not true. Like when we watched Guardians of the Galaxy in the theater the other day, and he could basically quote the entire movie. Oh my gosh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Was that in a great movie? Which one was better, Guardians of the Galaxy 1 or 2? I like <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy 1, but then I saw Guardians of the Galaxy 2, and I was like, wow, that was a good movie. So I think I think number two might be better for me. But I think most of that, <clears throat> excuse me, has to do with Baby Groot because he's, he's the best. 
Yeah, they definitely played that baby group pretty, pretty hard. That's okay, yeah. though, because he's going to grow up and then he won't be in like yeah, future exactly. movies. It's like, this is the just, one time we get it. Just lean into it during volume two like so hard yeah. and make it so awesome and then it's just gone forever and yep. it'll be perfect. Like when he sent Baby Groot on the mission to go find the little hat thing. The, hat, hat. Oh. The dorsal fin hat. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That yeah. was really funny. <laughs> Wasn't like, there like a, a special, like that was someone's, oh, what was it? Someone's the eye or something? No, there was something with that scene where it was like, oh, man, that he grabbed that. That mm. means something else. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, gra- he grabbed some guy's eye, the the bionic eye out of some guy. That was from the last episode, the volume one. I don't think so. It referenced volume one when he was grabbing stuff. Oh, sure. It referenced Rocket's obsession with stealing body parts, but I don't think that was the same guy I think, that was yeah. missing an eyeball and a leg. Yeah, I think But Rocket was... was like, hey, hey, uh, Peter, uh, go steal that guy's leg. And then Peter's like, okay, I got it. And he's like, you just stole his leg. So I I don't I don't think that had any connection to the other guy, but yeah, Rocket likes to steal body parts just to make people suffer. I think he just likes to th- steal things. Yeah. Well, yeah, the batteries. Yeah. But I did the the part I liked least about Guard. So you guys both like Guardians Galaxy two better. I didn't say that. Which one do you like better, Jordan? Uh... A or B? Forty forty nine fifty one. I, I like Guardians of the Galaxy because it sets up the Infinity War. Like it shows so much of Thanos and all that story. That's the real that's like why I like Guardians of the Galaxy. So you just like the archetype of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. What makes Guardians of the Ga- What makes Guardians <coughs> of the Galaxy here pop quiz. What makes Guardians of the Galaxy good? What makes it good? Yeah. What makes people like Guardians? Because well, it's, it's tracking the comedy superhero movie. The second one, yeah, it's really heavy on the comedy side, which it's like a super action, super comedy movie. And Chris Pratt is amazing. Yeah, he's really funny. No, but you guys can't be correct because uh, Wolverine and Deadpool and Batman versus Superman and. That's um, funny about Batman Suicide versus- Squad. They all want it's because they made them that way because we all want a dark, gritty, like R-rated, like horribly gritty and morally gray superhero movie. That's why they made all those like that because that's what people want to go see. And Guardians of the Galaxy is nothing like that. So it's got to be a huge financial flop, right? Like Guardians no. of the Galaxy is going to fail big time. Oh my gosh. I and hated- Batman versus Superman where Batman is dark and broody and Superman is broody and Lex Luthor is skinny and broody and it, everything is like hopeless and dark and gray and everybody screams Martha eight times and then it ends fade to black. But that's that's what people want to go see, right? So I don't I don't understand why you're both supporting this like childish sophomoric attempt at a superhero movie. It's a comic but, I mean, book. Like Drax it's not is so funny. Yeah, it's not supposed to be this like ultra serious thing. It's just a comic book. It's not some novel that you're cracking open that you're trying to take seriously. Like it's just a comic book. 
but turned into well, a it's movie. It's not a comic book. It's, it's a graphic novel. It, what? A graphic novel, Jordan. Guardians of the Galaxy was not a comic book. Is that what you're saying? Guardians of the Galaxy is a graphic novel. Ow! You're taking all the shock on this one. Justin just got shocked by his microphone. Yep. Like two times. Once in my bottom lip and once in the little dent in the top of your top lips. I think it's just pulling on your beard hair. No, 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 no. I know what pulling on my beard hair feels like because it pulls. Like I could feel my lips stay on the microphone when it pulls. But (laughs) this is more. Did it again. I don't like this. Yeah. I quit. I remember when it was doing that. So if you, but if you look at the two Guardians of the Galaxies and Guardians of the Galaxy one was Marvel's non named superhero movie, right? What do you mean non named? As in people have heard of Thor, correct? Yes. And people have heard of Iron Man, I guess. There was actually a cartoon in the 90s or something with yeah. Iron Man. And, and they've heard of the Hulk about 10,000 times. Everybody's heard of the times. Hulk. And he's, yeah, he's the big green thing. Well, and like even going back to videos, video games like Marvel versus Capcom, the Hulk, Iron Man, Thor, like those those characters were in those games. Yeah. Sure. I mean, they were always kind of... If you, if you had... Everybody knew that Thor had a hammer and that... You know, Iron Man had a red suit that shot laser beams. And I mean, they were all generally, you know, out of the Marvel pantheon, those would be some of the better known. Obviously, the original Avengers squad had some name recognition. Yeah, everyone knew about Captain America before yeah, the Marvel exactly. movies were out. Like if you showed the shield, everybody would be like, oh, Captain America. Yeah. But so this well, is not their- everybody because it wasn't cool until the movies started coming out. That's true. Once- yeah. Once they made it out of vibranium and had a good movie out of it, just like, you okay? No, I'm dying. Oh my gosh. So, but if you. It's okay. We only have half an hour left and then I'm done. If (laughs) you look at Guardians of the Galaxy on uh, Box Office Mojo as their their non named superheroes, that again, the first time this movie came out, it was like the real test. It was like the first time Star Wars had ever done a non-numbered, non-saga movie. Which which one was that? Rogue One. Okay. Just so sure. it was the first Star Wars movie that didn't have a number, and ever, um, it, it was just, it wasn't following the Skywalker line. It wasn't like part of the, the, the numbered tier of well, movies it, that everybody was invested in. It was kind of numbered. It was like 3.5. It still, uh, it wasn't following a Skywalker. Yeah, I mean, it was following the entire, it, the big it, but universe it, But story. it wasn't about people we knew well, people were already invested in. Well, there, like, was, there was some people we knew. But not, oh. oh my gosh, Jordan. <laughs> I'm saying that the main character wasn't a Skywalker. Okay. The main series, and I quote Kathleen Kennedy, will always be about the Skywalker family. Ray is a Skywalker. Yes. The end. Or we'll see. So I don't, this I don't movie so. was Rogue <laughs> One for Marvel when it came out because you had all these characters that nobody had ever heard of and you had to make them care about them. So instead of making them dark and broody and terrible and morose and just tone deaf and, you know, like nothing but, hey, let's let's fist fight each other and then mope. 
So what they did was they actually took these characters and made them charismatic and fun and interesting. Hooray! Hooray. So you have somebody with no name recognition. Nobody had heard of Star-Lord. No, I had never heard of Star-Lord. you made Groot charming and wonderful, and you made Star-Lord, I'm going to say it, like the second greatest actor of our time. Yeah, well, how could Vin Diesel not be charming and wonderful? When? He's Groot. He's Groot? He's probably Groot. What? He actually does the foreign language translations for all of the foreign language translations. Vin Diesel himself... For what? His his own voice? He says, I am Groot in 63 languages to do the foreign language translations. That's funny. Yeah, does he do good. the I am Groot voice originally? He does I am Groot in Chinese when it goes over to China. That's Vin Diesel that they hear. Huh. Yep. I He's such know. a great guy. I didn't know we were hearing Vin Diesel in the first place. That's Vin Diesel. Yeah, I thought oh, he was just the, him. the motion actor or whatever. No, that's his voice. No. That's does just, he do, just his voice. Does like, he, that's the actual Iron Giant. Did you ever see the Iron Giant, Jordan? Yeah. With uh, the movie about the Iron Giant? Yeah, that's such a good movie. That's Vin Diesel. It is? So, Groot is just the Iron Giant's voice without the little bit of, like, pitch modulation and echo mm. because he's made of metal, but now he's made of branches. So, they just have, like, snaps and crackles put on top of it instead of echo. Well, he has a little bit so of, So, like, you said... I'm going to wrap back a little bit. You right. said that Christopher Pratt is the second best actor of our generation. Second best. Which which I'm on board with, baby. He's the number two. Who's number one? I, I really am curious who are you going to put in that number one slot because that really will determine if I'm okay with him being in the number two slot. Okay. So what you who do you put at number one? I the, No. No, you first. No, Answer. you... Answer a question. You with a have question. to tell. I already have my answer, and I don't want to answer until you answer. All right, Jordan, mute my ears, and then tell Josiah. You tell Jordan. Wait, real quick. Yeah, real quick before Justin goes away. Is is this person alive? Yes. Okay. Well, then we already don't agree. On the greatest actor of all time. Well, the greatest actor of our time is of what you our, said. Of, sorry, of our time right now that we have in our current second golden age of Hollywood. Okay. Yep. Yeah, my, mine, mine is dead. Okay, well, you have to pick somebody alive. Okay, well, then... Uh, pick, pick somebody alive and then tell Jordan. Oh, farts. Uh, Jordan, turn off my ears. Tell Jordan what it is. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna. I'll probably go Benedict Cumberbatch. Okay, but yeah. I'm not sure if that's because he's really good or he's a favorite. Coming back. He's coming. Okay, okay, come back. Come back. Yeah. Okay, Justin's back. <laughs> okay, so the greatest actor of our time is obviously and will forever be His Majesty Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Rob- see, I would have put him below Chris Pratt, though. Oh, see, I would put him above Chris Pratt. Wait, I thought you guys said one of them wasn't alive. They're both well, alive. Well, I, I was saying my, my my top would be Heath Ledger. Oh. Oh, man. Ooh. But again, not alive. Oh, okay. Yeah, Heath, I know. Uh, but, I mean, he, he is part of our time. I haven't seen Heath Ledger's other movies. Yeah, but, okay. Much, much of them. Just The Dark Knight. Like, but that's all you need. He's the best Joker. <laughs> I could definitely say that. 
Well, there's no question. Yeah. Nobody's going to argue with you on that. Do you think he's just on Star Island or Star Planet? I hope so. I hope so. I hope well, all these stars make a comeback. We just see this meteor coming from the moon. Like, again, out of everybody, because Heath Ledger can't do, be in a movie today. Mm. So, yeah. which... So, so what I told Jordan is I, I told Jordan Benedict Cumberbatch. Ooh, that's a good pick, too. Justin hasn't yeah. seen I, Sherlock, though. I, I actually like Tom Hiddleston better than Benedict Cumberbatch. Remind me who that is. Loki. Okay. I don't like him. I find Loki to be more charismatic and charming. Yeah. Than, I, I uh, would take Mr. Benedict Time Man, Mr. Sandman over because, uh, um, Benedict, Loki. I feel like Benedict Cumberbatch wasn't a good pick for uh, the Star Trek movie. Not for Star Trek, but he was for Marvel. Uh, I, I would absolutely agree that he was, that was a poor choice on the casting for the Star Trek movies. I don't think he belonged in that one. But I think he did a really good job at Doctor Strange. Yeah, I think, and he was he was the best Sherlock Holmes we've ever had. Yeah, way better than our Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> I mean, RDJ did very very good, and he was my favorite before I watched the Sherlock series. And then Mr. Cumberbatch just knocked it out of the park. Okay, like, but that's that's a little bit of like like bias or silliness uh, because. That's like he's actually British and they're telling him to play a British guy. Well, the people in Star Wars aren't playing British people, but they're British and they do a great job. What? Well, I don't think, I don't think that I'm just going (laughs) to gloss over what Jordan just said because it didn't make sense. I don't think that Justin's always bringing up Star Wars. That his accent was bringing him back into it. Like, just, just please go watch Sherlock so you can understand what? what a beautiful masterpiece it is. What? Yeah, he'll, he, he'll did watch. Did Josiah just get muted? He'll watch. Um, what did Josiah want me to do? <laughs> Justin, you got to keep rolling with it. Oh, yeah. I'm s- no, you got to just assume what he's saying <laughs> and then just keep going. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Okay. So. Justin will watch Sherlock Holmes eventually. I really. And We've again, got a very good before. Jordan. Yep. I'm a good listener. <laughs> no. I just, okay. The problem with saying that he was so amazing as Doctor Strange is that Doctor Strange was just following the template set in front of him by the first Iron Man movie. They basically just told a Britishman with a British accent to go play Iron Man with like magic toys instead of like technologic ones. That's all it was. So you're saying it was just another mirror match with a British character instead of an American Well, it was an origin story. So they're there. And they said outright, they asked uh, Kevin Fiji. Bacon. Feggy. Fige. Fija. Faye. Faye. Kevin Faye. Kevin Faye was actually asked. They said, why do you keep doing mirror matches you're making your series suck and monotonous and boring. And he said, well, we do that because we spend like the first 45 minutes establishing the mythos and, and or the lore behind the hero and or um, uh, 
squad or team of persons or peoples, people yeah. groups. So they spend 45 minutes setting up that magic is a thing. They don't want to have to spend another 45 introducing this totally different villain that comes out of nowhere. So it makes sense to ha- kind of have them two, the two run in uh, parallel. I hope the next guy that Benedict Cumberpatch as Doctor Strange faces isn't just a Whipman again. Yeah, there you go. See, <laughs> and like you have you have Robert Downey Jr. against evil Iron Man, and then okay, we're we're not gonna talk about how bad Iron sorry. Man Two was. Sorry, we, we sorry, sorry. Whoa. Ah, yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm just. Saying. I'm saved. I'm saved. I'm saved. Okay, got you out of that. So what I so they asked him directly, and he said, and I quote, and this is the head of like all. This is the producer behind all <laughs> the Marvel movies. He said. We're going to, after we've gotten done introducing all these people after phase three, we're basically just going to go nuts and cross everything over. And it's going to be just a wonderful adventure of, you know, you don't know what to expect or who's going to be up against who. So I I think, and, and we've seen the Marvel universe, you know, vastly expand itself over the years. Like we've introduced so many different, like the planets and the Thor out there places and the new Thor is going to have like hell and the underworld. And like we started from this teeny tiny little seed of like everything's normal except for a man with a suit. And now we're like after Thanos lands on earth and has a gem that could control basically everything, then is it kind of opens up the stones that they're seeking he gets them and he gets all stuff. of them i don't know if he gets all of them he gets which gem does he have he's got to get some or there's no reason to do anything we've seen everything except for the soul gem so far as discussed previously and so if you if you look at it and back to guardians of the galaxy 2 i could tie this back to guardians of the galaxy 2 one of the stingers at the end of the movie showed a golden cocoon made by the gold people of... Mm, yeah, who's that guy? Goldopolis. Yeah. That is actually Adam Warlock, who's a huge part of the Infinity War in the comics, but apparently isn't going to be involved at all. And what he does is he's somehow involved with the gym that we haven't seen yet. Like, he is he's a gym. He, 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 he gets assimilated as the soul gem into Thanos's fist thing. Mm. And then he, from gauntlet. the inside, yes, his gauntlet mm-hmm. uh, from the inside helps thwart or hamper Thanos's efforts to destroy everything and everything in it. So because Adam Warlock won't be part of infinity war because they're just now introducing him, but something else is going to have to, and, and if you look, everything kind of mirrors the comics and everything in its own way. Um, Vision has the mind gem in his head right now, and when he gets, basically Thanos is going to defeat Vision or Ow. rip the mind gem out of his head, but when he takes it into his, into the Infinity Gauntlet, Vision is going to still be in there and use that to basically hack the Infinity Gauntlet and, you know, fight for the Avengers from within. Oh, all right. Yeah, so he's going to die in, like, the opening salvo of the Infinity War because if 
he if all the gems are safe for the whole time then and then Thanos doesn't do anything, then it's not much of a fight. He just comes down and high fives everyone. Yeah. Then his him and his daughters fight. And yeah. Then it's done. So that was a fun fact about the first stinger. If the the stingers are the ending scenes, Jordan. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um if you Thanks look for at, mansplaining something to me. <laughs> Justin. You're a man. Yeah, exactly. You you're made a, a confused look. No, I was, I was just I was adjusting my seat. I was just splaining. Yeah. Just you, normal splaining. You were just splaining things and you're a man. So the other little fun fact that Guardians of the Galaxy 2 introduced was a celestial. Do you know what a celestial is, Jordan? Go ahead and mansplain everything. Okay, me. so here's what a celestial <laughs> is, Jordan. <laughs> Josiah, do you know what a celestial is? I don't even is? like using that word. It's no, so ridiculous. Okay. Do you really not, or are you, are you just saying that? What? Do you really not know, or are you just saying that? Isn't it a... You no, know, I, re- I, I might know once you start saying it. It might ring a bell, but Isn't it it's like not a, ringing a bell right now. Kind of like a supernatural... Oh wait, no. Hang yes, on. Yes, you the know who it is. Was his dad? Yeah, it was his. Da- it was a supernatural being from the sky. So, like a god, kind of. It, and that's a what, little little god. That's what he called it, and that's what kind of irritated me. I, I like nerd raged at the screen because <laughs> there was drink at the screen. If, if you look at celestials in the comics um, series, celestials are these group of like eight or so um, 4,000 foot tall armored deities that basically are responsible for seeding the earth with life. The little bushes. Like they found primordial life on earth and they did genetic experiments and basically evolved us and then they had these demented things they would travel around and like experiment with planet building and like creature they would make crazy wacky creatures and if so when they thought felt like the earth was a failed experiment they would come back to like purge us and everything and so but again four thousand feet tall big giant armored like god being right right yeah so ego giant living planet not a 4,000 foot tall, very specific thing that was called a celestial. Like when you look up Marvel celestials, you get like these big giant monstrous things, which he wasn't. He was just an avatar of a planet face man. Well, he, he could be big giant guy, man. So, but if you go back to Guardians... Justin's right. I just did a Google search for Marvel Celestials and it is just a bunch of really big dudes. Yeah, in armor. None of them are planets, by the way. None of them are planets. Oh, weird. Now, there are, if you if you look up um, cosmic entity, Josiah, and this yeah. is just from memory, I'm not, I'm not looking at anything. If you look up cons- cosmic entity, you get things that are just vastly powerful little G entities. I don't even they would know if they would technically be little G, but you have things like death, eternity, um, like all of the like fabric of the universe things. Like the, the concept of eternity, like everything in the universe, is a cosmic entity in the Marvel Universe. 
And hmm. some say that when um, he, like Quill, gets a taste of the celestial power in the movie, that he has all the stars in his eyes, and he says eternity. And he's actually seeing the cosmic entity, Big G, I would say. I mean, not Big G, Big G, because there is a Big G, like the biggest G in the Marvel comics lore, and he's called the one above all, which is basically just the infinite, you know, like the creator being. So, but this, with when you have him calling himself a celestial, he's not what a celestial is, but... He's basically claiming that all cosmic entities or cosmic level beings are, um, and Thanos is actually obsessed with a cosmic entity, which is death, and he tries to exterminate all life in the universe to please the anthropomorphic form of death. So that's why he tries to get the Infinity Gauntlet. He's showing off for a girl. So original. Wow. So the person he's, he's like, he's like seriously crushing on anthropomorphic concepts. Yes. There's a cipher for a psychological concept that Thanos is in love with. So he collects jewels, shiny things to kill everybody else in the world. So only he could be with her. There. And that's what a hamburger is all about. (laughs) (laughs) So you really liked Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Okay, but watch. So you have you have what's inside the planet is a giant brain, right? Yes, I saw it. I saw it. Okay, so inside of that planet, that's basically him. That's all that's left of him. He said he woke up and he was just an ego, a mind floating around in space like he he awoke, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So what in the first movie was somewhere that they visit, it was called Nowhere. So if you look up Nowhere on Google, you'll see the head, the severed head of a the giant armored celestials that we previously discussed just floating in space, separated from its body. Oh, yeah. I don't okay. remember that part. So it was a giant severed celestial head with nothing on the inside but like stores and shops and pit of green goo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's, that's where, where Drax the almost was. got drowned in like green gack by Drac or uh, Ronan the Accuser in the first movie. So nowhere was the head of a celestial that didn't have a brain on the inside, just a hole where people used for a spaceport. So... My theory that I would submit is that Ego was that celestial, died for some reason, or got his brains blown out, literally, and then we he basically wakes back up as just a brain and starts going about celestialness, being that his consciousness of a celestial is still around. And huh. that would be the only rational justification because in the first movie we actually see in when they go to the collector and give him the power stone yeah infinity gem stone yeah gem. i mean calling it a power stone is kind of fun i'm sorry yeah that's fun especially because we talked about that in like two weeks ago or something at yeah, great yeah. length we, we like that game so but when he hands him the purple gem he opens up little like uh the collector opens up little uh, Chrome tabs 
bubbles, Chrome bubbles on his browser and shows him a video of an actual 4,000 foot celestial with the staff slamming it into a planet's surface and exterminating all life. Yeah. So they actually so they, show they know them. what a celestial is. Oh, yes, they do. Nobody's forgotten that's making this movie. They didn't. It's just weird to hear that word applied to something that's not that. And the only way I think it fits is if he was the thing that was inside nowhere. And now we meet him as, because the body isn't even him. It's just, you know, a thing the brain makes. This is why I yeah. like going to movies with Justin because he just remembers every little bit of every single movie that Marvel has released. I don't remember Let's be real. Justin watched a lot of YouTube about this. Probably at work. <laughs> no, I was actually, this is what I was thinking while I was watching the movie. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, just every little People bit. People talked about other Easter eggs. Uh, Justin is the Easter egg hunter. In there's actually a hidden Easter egg in Guardians of the Galaxy 1 that nobody's ever found, and James Gunn is, like, daring the internet to find it. So, maybe someday. I think that's just... Uh, but this would be... That would be my biggest problem. My problem number two is that he released this movie in um, high dynamic range or whatever. HDR. So, there was so many scenes of this movie, like, where they first go to the his planet... And the fireworks show at the end that were like obvious, like color vomit scenes. You know, when you watch yeah. a kid's movie and there are scenes that are obvious, like when they slap the little stick stick ball towards the yeah. audience in 3D. Yeah. It's like, whoa, that was just so it would be 3D. Wow. Yeah. They blew that, a that bubble one scene straight. was just so you could watch something in 3D and feel like you paid, you know, 10 extra dollars for something. Yeah. So... There was so many scenes in this movie that were obvious, like color vomit, like playing around. He's like, look at my, you know, two billion colors that I could make. I'm like, yeah, we get it. Like it didn't, or like when Drax like reaches up into the audience and pops the bubble and then starts laughing like an idiot. So <laughs> that wasn't my favorite. The, like just the technology displays of like, look at stuff. So I, I, I just left unimpressed with that. Still, I mean, again, Peter Quill's great. Loved the Cheers reference. Like, had fun. I liked the Zune that he dropped at the end of the movie. Man, the Zune yeah, was that, the best. That oh, was man. cool. Like, that that feels like a bigger, like, punch to the gut than having him use a cassette. Like He says, like, this, this is like the hip new thing. Or this is, what does he say? This will be like the new thing, huh? Yeah. Where you're from. And you know what? Like, because uh, it was like during CES last year or something that cassette tapes are making a comeback. What? No, they're not. Why? Yeah, cassette tapes, because hipsters are like, they not only want to have records to scratch up and ruin, but they want to have cassette tapes to try and rewind after somebody rips them out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They want to have every annoying audio format that we've previously made and discarded for something better. But they have their iPhone in their other pocket. Yeah, they do. Oh, my gosh. So what it's this movie is going to cause a resurgence of demand. Like, you know how the old iPods go for like $300, like the old quick click wheels go for $300 on eBay. Zoom didn't know that. Yeah. Are now going to go for a ton of money because it's just going to be like as seen in. Do you remember? Be, the, oh my God. The iPad with, or iPad, goodness, iPod with four buttons on top below the screen. And then it just had, 
I think this... I've only seen pictures of it. None of my friends ever had one. I've held one before. It was crazy. I was like, what? Like, you pick it up, you're like, what is this? Like, yeah. why can't I click on this wheel? Is it just for volume? It's weird. It was an odd experience. So, it, it, and if I was the guy that made the click wheel, that was the... The, pro, the product that saved Apple was the iPod. They are basically going to go get bankrupt. Yeah. And the application or the utility that made the iPod so wonderfully elegant was the click wheel. Mm-hmm. That person is the same guy that made the nest. Mm, yeah. Nice. Which is okay. That's best. a smart man. Yeah. So he's, but he's a super smart guy. So you're saying if I have a zoom in my car yep. and an iPod in my car yep. and my window gets smashed open and stuff gets stolen, which one do you think they'll take? The, uh, You're saying they'll take the Zoom. I was saying Zoom. they'll take the Zoom right now no. because that's like the zeitgeist in, of, of the moment. Well, that would have been lovely to have those in my car when it got broken into last you, week. You definitely should have. Yeah. Because those hooligans. Wait, your car got broken into? Yeah, my car got broken Oh my gosh. Into. Are you okay? Yes, I'm, I wasn't in the car. That'd be frightening. It's <laughs> 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 just sitting there parked. Yeah, just like, oh, look. Smash. Texting, and then all of a sudden my window breaks and there's a man. But... Yeah, my car got broken into last week, and uh, it was annoying because I had a bunch of valuables in the back of my car for work, but all they took was a medical bag, like a first aid kit, off the front seat of my car, and they broke my window. Oh my gosh. That's all they took. (laughs) They took took your medical bag. Yeah, they took like an emergency first aid kit. They broke a window. Yep. Took a medical bag yeah. and left. It was in like a... Fa- it was was there like anything a- else in your car that was stealable? Yes. So there was like tons of valuables to steal. Yeah. They get a satchel, Yeah. a six by three satchel of gauze and bandages. Yeah. Like Israeli bandages, tourniquets, that kind of stuff. And run. And run. Well, they got in their car and left because they parked right next to mine and then smashed the window and left. The funny thing was... When I got the call that my car was broken into, I just came out and I looked in. I was like, oh, that's really funny. I just started laughing. Security guard's like, why are you laughing? I'm like, they just got a medical bag full of like ice packs and gauze. Like the joke's on them right now. They're very upset. So why on earth would anybody like, break in just to take the one thing that's not worth that much. That makes no sense. Well, it was e- it was an easy take because I, I broke my own rule and left something on my front seat, like oh. up on the seat, because they never reach in past like arm's length. It's just what you could reach. Yeah, they never put their body into like this broken window. Gotcha. And... It's yeah. only what's in arm's reach. Yeah, so it, was a nice, it was a nice bag though. That's a top tip. It's So whatever, if you have a laptop, just leave the laptop Outside of arm's reach. Yep. And it's safe. Yep. Like big, a long arm too. Just leave a backpack with a laptop in it open on the floor of the car and it's safe. Yeah. As long as it's in the back seat, you're good. Mm-hmm. You're good. Just don't elevate anything for okay. arm's reach. That's a good, that's a good top tip. Yeah. Everybody go home and put your laptop on the floor of your back seat of your car. Yeah. Just leave it there for weeks. Overnight. Yeah. We'll, we need, we'll crowdsource this top tip and then email us yes the results if you know the guy that broke into my car if your (laughs) if your laptop gets stolen then it doesn't work and we shouldn't do it anymore 
I got I got a couple of top tips for you if you do carry around a laptop. Always use Time Machine backup so you have a clean backup. Like back it up every day you get home. If you carry that sucker around and it gets stolen, like there's just nothing. Like just so just Time Machine it. It works great. Okay. So really quickly, the third thing that I didn't really like about this uh-huh. second entry into the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, movie series was that the scenes with the bang pow foosh and like the head arrow uh, fun time with it zipping around and leaving a red trail all over the ship and uh, Rocket having a anti-gravity mine funny ha-ha time with people like there were like all these really heavy pyrotechnic fun let's all run around shooting people and he didn't like that like the giant pac-man but there was such a strong juxtaposition between that and you have all these like what was scenes that? where we're- somebody would walk into the camera and be like this is why i'm broken inside and i don't know why anybody likes me and rocket raccoon had one what was that word you just used not too long ago was what? that one word or multiple words what word juxtaposition yes juxtaposition it was juxtaposed what? Meaning that when you put the two things next to each other, one of the things is not like the others. Okay. So you have you have the 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 flaming boom boom scenes and then the scenes where somebody has to go, I just have this burning sadness inside of me and uh, like Nebula had to have her sad sack scene and oh all i ever wanted was a sister and then rocket raccoon goes he stole batteries he didn't need and then uh, merle from the walking dead goes i know that's you because you're me and like everybody had their little like weepy scene and they were so strongly like just like back to back with the boom boom scenes that i'm like oh my gosh like just the pacing of the movie i'm like like it didn't feel like the movie built up into this huge crescendo because we had like huge fight boom 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 weeping boom boom weep like it was like up down up down it was like it was like watching uh the movie on uppers and downers at the same time that's what movies do now that's their goal is to take our emotions on a roller coaster Ugh. well it didn't feel like a roller coaster it just felt like somebody hitting me in the head with a hammer <laughs> well, I'm glad you didn't like it, but I did. And that's really the only important part. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what matters. And Justin, you complain about good movies way too much. Like my entire Chrome browser just crashed and I was out of this video call for probably a good minute. And before I got back in and had to relaunch Chrome and everything, <laughs> while you were just ranting about that, I don't even, I, I missed it. <laughs> but it was still going. But when I got back, it's like I never left. You were <laughs> still ranting about someone complaining that they didn't have a sister or something. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm Thanos sure listeners daughter. know what I'm talking about. But come on, give the movie some credit. It was good. Okay, stuff it did good. Um, baby crew uh, wondering about what button to push, and uh, yeah, besides obviously that was like the best thing. Yeah, and um, uh, him having like 
cosmic powers and fighting with like uh, uh, celestial powers. That was awesome. I'm sad that he was lost him. Yeah, I was like, ah, I wish Peter Quill was still special when he got back down to Earth. Like, that would be a yeah. cool trump card against uh, Thanos. Um, I thought the uh, gag with the multiple portals was a little drawn out. Like, with the nope. heads getting... You're supposed to be saying good things. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I um... just can't stop saying bad things. Right? You got through, like, two good things. You're like, oh, yeah, the portals suck. <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Um, I like the opening scene where Groot dances to the happy music while they fight the big scary tentacle monster. I really enjoyed that. I thought that, that was very that was a good opener. About. Yeah, yeah, it was a great way to start off that movie. It was very yeah. fitting. Yeah, and I thought that it was funny that uh, Drax didn't like the flight suits because they hurt his tender nipples. Hey, you can't say nipples on the show. <laughs> We've Can already we get, been over that today. Gotta get banned. That that was actually from the movie, so I'm just quoting. So, I thought that was funny. Um, yeah, I guess those Anything were the else? You just story, liked right? that those three I, parts? I thought, I guess Peter had some funny moments too. I, I enjoyed Drax's interactions with Mantis. What'd they do together? He was like when, making fun of her and stuff. Yeah, when he would like tell oh, her she yeah, was yeah, ugly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I thought, I thought like you said Groot. in like a nice group. Drax way. Yeah, he would be like, you you are ugly on the outside. And yeah. No, that was, I thought that was really funny. <laughs> the, and, and then when, at the end, when, he was like, you're beautiful uh, on the inside <laughs> at the very end of the movie. Yeah. And then when, uh, when Mantis revealed that Peter likes Yamora like a lot. Yeah. And then Drax thought that was really, really funny. I thought that was funny. I thought that was a good scene, but we had already seen it in the preview, so it kind of like took the thunder out of it when it happened. You're like, oh, here it, here it comes. Yeah, can they can yeah. they do previews where it's like we don't see the clips in the previews? It's just like a bunch of deleted scenes in the previews. Yeah. Just, just show us a, like a banner of Guardians of the Galaxy. It's coming up then. It's like, okay, great. Because the the previews are the first spoilers. Yeah, so now we've now we've already seen like quite a few of the funny scenes in the movie. Yeah, you just mentioned like four of them. But yeah, when all Groot been... has the bomb, yeah. when Mantis has the so they they scooped up all the funny stuff and put it in a format where I've already seen it before I go spend fifteen dollars to go see it. Yeah, sorry, thirty. Jeez, <laughs> what are you eating in the theater or something? Yeah. <laughs> That's that's all. So, but I I did like it, and it's actually tracking. If you go to Box Office Mojo, as I do a lot, which by the way, um, they they have a story about how that we've had three big giant bombs in three weeks, and that Hollywood's really hurting. And one of them was the new King Arthur movie, and one of them was the new Alien movie, and one of them was another movie that I forget. But if you look at the Marvel movies, everybody, all of Hollywood is like, what do we make? We need to make more dark. Like the new Arthur movie was dark and gritty. And the new Arthur, or the new Alien <laughs> movie was dark and gritty. And Hollywood's like, but we keep making dark, gritty remakes of stuff and nobody goes to see it. But the Marvel movie, which on the scroll here, the feed of all the different new movies that came out, the Guardians of the Galaxy is this happy rainbow of explosions and fun and baby Groot. 
And what do you know? Tons of people went and saw it, and it's actually doing better than the original Guardians of the Galaxy, which doesn't matter if I like it or not. The 18-day total for the original was $225,000 in 18 days. Or, sorry, $225 million. Ah, sorry. Ah. I was very confused. Million. I was like, that sounds like it did and terribly. This, new, this one is $304 million. Wow. And it's like, yeah. So this one's doing better than the first one, and it's a sequel. So if it was like, you know, total garbage, and it's doing better than like first Marvel sequel. So it's doing, it's tracking better than Iron Man 2 which did about the same as the first Guardians of the Galaxy. So this is actually taking it up a notch as opposed to all these Marvel movies like starting to fade or anything. Like this is the unknown heroes that are just funny and then they go have boom boom explosion time. Like that's so but compared to all these gritty remakes, which is what Hollywood keeps trying to feed us. Look at what do you know? They 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 do bad, they crash, and then everybody wonders what happens. Oh. Does Hollywood have a problem? No. Make more Star Wars and Marvel movies. Make movies cheaper. Make yeah. Make make me want to go see it. Yeah, honestly, like everybody's like, okay, um, movies are expensive now, so I'm basically only going to go see it if it's a Marvel movie or a Star Wars movie. Yeah, but I feel like we've gone but over if, this. Yeah, if it was five <laughs> bucks, then i go see it. Make it a dollar. Yeah. A dollar would be great. It's not such a big bet. You could try it. Lower minimum wage. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Let's not get going on that one. Well, thank you for listening to our show. And Goodbye. Uh, email. Thanks. <laughs> email it's us been, if you have any questions or concerns. Good. And What's uh, the email, Jordan? It's Y-D-E-K-C-A-S-T. At. So you're telling me the email is Y-D-E-K-C-A-S-T at, at the at symbol gmail dot C-O-A. No. So email what a great email address. Yeah, yes. email us and let us know if you've ever had your car broken into, and if, if you saw the guy and yeah, if, if you, you know saw who, he who is, broke into it, that'd be great. If if you if liked you or hated the new Guardians of the Galaxy, a bag of gauze, please let us know. Yeah, email the show <laughs> and tell us that you have Jordan's bag of gauze and would <laughs> like to return it promptly. That'd be great because that stuff wasn't cheap. Good night. Good night. Goodbye. Bye.